Today, I want to talk to you about the unintended consequences that social media is having on your mental health, what's stressing you out about it, and how you can create a better online experience. What I'm not going to be doing is telling you to not use social media or severely limit your time on social media. Social media is simply a tool we use for the essence of our existence, communication and connection. And it can be a powerful and positive tool if we can practice it responsibly. So just to start us off with a few kind of eye-opening stats. So teens who have more than four hours per day of screen time are three and a half times more likely to sleep fewer than five hours per night. So I know a lot of you struggle with sleep right now. Um, and four hours per day on social media is easy to hit. So something to think about just by lowering your usage a bit can really help with your sleep. Teens who use a phone or computer in the last hour before bed are 52% more likely to take more than 60 minutes to fall asleep. And teens who spend more than seven hours per day on screens are more than twice as likely to be diagnosed with anxiety or depression. So just think about you, your days in the last few months and how much time you're spending, how you're feeling. Um, it's very uh, related. So in general, teens who spend more time on screens tend to be less happy than those who engage in non-screen activities like sports, clubs, working out, art, reading, um, socializing with friends face-to-face. So the biggest problem with too much screen time is not the screens themselves, but that it's interfering with the balance of your other activities that produces a well-rounded day. So things like outdoor time, exercise, social interaction, studying, rest, and sleep. So I want to talk to you about four of the biggest stressors that are causing most issues surrounding social media. And if you can become aware of these stressors, um, that this is happening, then this is half the battle, um, knowing that this exists and knowing what happens in our minds when we're looking at our social media. Um, so regardless, all of these things cause stress, cause comparison, um, make us feel insecure, um, young people and adults, okay? So the number, one of the biggest stresses with social media is the existence of the highlight reel. So the highlight reel, a person's highlight reel, is basically what they're posting. So if you think about yourself and I think about myself, which I actually try not to do this anymore, is um, you're posting all of the highlights of your life. It's a collection of our best and brightest moments. So being at a party, great selfies, vacations, family events. Uh, we tend to not post regular things that we do in our day that actually make up most of our day. Um, you know, going for a walk, laying on the couch, watching Netflix, having lunch, having dinner, doing homework. We don't post that. We're only posting our highlights. Um, well, most people, but the problem is we are comparing our behind the scenes, regular, sometimes boring life, like just a regular day with other people's highlight reels. And the highlight reels are just like a small fraction of their day. So for example, I, uh, you know, a few months ago, 
I recently had a friend post a picture of herself floating in the ocean on vacation. And the caption said, life is good. Well, here's the thing. I know this friend very well. And she's normally an extremely stressed and anxious person that is drowning in her work. So obviously she's not going to post that. Like who wants to see that, right? She's only posting the highlights. It's a very small part of her life. The problem is that many people viewing this, like her acquaintances that don't know her as well as I do, if they're having an ordinary day, they may have compared their ordinary day to her highlight, which is not a representation of her real life at all. Like I said, she's normally stressed and anxious and overworked. And people that don't know her very well might say, well, why can't I go on a vacation? Why, can I, why can't I afford to go on vacation? You know, oh, she's so lucky she's floating in the ocean. But again, that's just a very small little piece of her life. So I'm sure you guys can relate. But now you know that you're only seeing the highlights and not to compare yourselves. And especially now with highlights, all of these pictures now are usually um, filtered so easily with Instagram. Okay. Um, the second big stress is social currency. So normally, currency is what we assign, the value we assign to goods and services, like how much things cost. Um, but with social media, likes, comments, and shares have become something we assign value to about ourselves. Um, the problem is we are making ourselves the product and we are letting other people who a lot of times don't even know us assign value to us. Like how many of you have taken down a photo because it didn't get as many likes as you thought it would have? Like, I know we've all been there, right? So we are tying up our self-worth with what others think about us. And the reality is, even if you don't know it, I know it, I can see it in all of you, that you are amazing and worthy just the way you are. And you don't need anyone's input for you to know that deep in your core. So this leads me to the third stressor, which is called FOMO or fear of missing out. Um, and that's basically a social anxiety from the fear that you are missing a potential connection, event, or opportunity. So um, obviously you can't you know, speak to me right now, but how many, think about if you've thought of disconnecting your social media, but haven't because you want to be able to check in with every, everyday events and what everybody's doing and making sure you don't miss anything, okay? So it's a real fear. And the last big stress with social media, um, and it's a serious one, is online harassment. So obviously harassment can be very serious um, and threatening, um, but even small things can lead to big problems. So even something like, so whenever you post a picture, just know that it's a freebie for anybody. Even screenshotting an embarrassing snap of somebody and sending it off to someone else without their permission or posting it is inappropriate and can actually be viewed as a form of harassment. So addiction to screens is, is very real. Um, like I said, the software and the programming and the interfaces is designed to keep us scrolling and to keep us in that zone. Um, every single like that we get releases the feel-good chemical dopamine in our brains. And dopamine is addictive. It feels good when you get a shot of dopamine in your brain. And so because of that, because every like releases that chemical, 
we keep checking likes over and over again and creating posts that generate these likes so we can keep receiving these shots of dopamine in our brains. And then we become anxious if we don't have access. Now, doesn't that sound like every drug you've ever heard of? But here's the thing. Like, I enjoy social media, and I know you guys enjoy social media too, and I saw it in your survey that you do value the positive benefits. I love looking at inspiring posts. I love following people I can relate to, um, people my age, people with kids. I, I, love, I love following those people and relating to them and keeping in touch with my friends. And in reality, social media is here to stay, and it's not going anywhere. So again, I'm not here to tell you to abstain from it, but what I am going to try to do today is to encourage you to practice safe social media use. So social media is not good or bad. It's just the most recent tool we use to do the things we've always done, which is tell stories and communicate with each other. So you wouldn't blame a Samsung TV for a bad TV show, right? Social media doesn't make people write hateful comments and posts. So when we're talking about the dark side of social media, what we are really talking about is the dark side of people. That dark side that makes you take down that photo that didn't get enough likes or that causes you to compare yourself to others' photos. So I want to give you preventative and coping strategies to deal with the social media world we're in. So I want to give you five steps to social media wellness to enhance your online experience, to gain control. And the first one, just by listening to this this podcast, you're getting it. You can recognize the problem now. So you're aware now of the underlying issues. You're aware of the existence of the highlight reel and where our mind goes, how we use those highlight reels as reference points, and how they're usually not real or even close to an accurate representation of that person's life. So that's number one. Number two, you want to audit your social media diet. So I want to ask you over the next few days to kind of monitor what's going on in your body as you see different posts and stories. So just take notice, how many times are you checking likes? How does this person's post make you feel? Why are you responding to a certain photo? And ask yourself if you're happy with it. Do you want to be checking your phone so much? Do you want to be checking those likes? If you know that you're checking very often, you might have some a little bit of an addiction to it. And um, you can get that in check. Um, but if you're fine and you know people's posts are making you feel good, you can move on to step three. And step three is to create a better online experience. So in your reflection today, I'm actually going to ask you to unfollow people and accounts that don't make you feel good and follow accounts that you find inspiring and funny. So if you catch yourself Um, feeling bad about yourself regularly about someone's post, then it's probably a good idea to unfollow them. So some of you might be really busy in the next couple days unfollowing a lot of people. And you may even unfollow some um, acquaintances or so-called friends if their posts are making you feel bad about yourself. 
or even if they're people that are like constantly posting like 50 shots of the same thing, 50 shots of the same sunset or 50 shots of the same um, party or whatever, you know, you don't have to really even follow, you know, your friends, like unless they're close friends. Um, so kind of go on that audit and, and unfollow the people that are making you feel bad, but also look for, um, inspiring people. And that's why I created that shared Google doc where you could, um, together, we could collaborate as a class and look at some posts that are really inspiring for your age. So, um, hopefully you can get some ideas from that. And I'm also going to post on our Instagram, um, story, our class Instagram as well. I'm going to be sharing a lot of uh, positive and uplifting accounts for your age. Okay. You also don't have to courtesy follow people. Follow people where you enjoy their posts and they make you feel good about yourself. Um, number four, model good behavior. So treat people online the same way you would treat them in person. In person, we're taught not to bully people, kick them when they're down or take pleasure in people's downfalls. Social media is a tool, and it's a tool that can be used for kindness, positivity, and even change. And lastly, try to monitor the time you are online. So like I, I said in the intro, once you hit the four-hour mark, it does start to interfere with your sleep. And we've talked about how important sleep is, especially for your age. It starts to interfere with your retaining of information and your brain rewiring. So just make sure you're taking time for other activities so you can have a healthy and well-balanced days. So ways to reduce the amount of time spent on screen. So just a few ideas. You can do things like turning off the notifications so you're not distracted during your daily activities. Um, you can use, there's different app trackers that. Uh, track how much time you are on your phone if you if you like that thing or you can just kind of use your own self-guided monitoring and know okay you know I've been on for an hour I should take a break I should do something else or you know oh my gosh I've been on all afternoon tonight I'm just gonna you know do something else or spend time with my family um, make sure you're putting your phone down for in-person gatherings so you know family dinners social gatherings Gatherings with friends, right? You saw in the video the other day. Um, try to resist the urge to post pictures of every single thing you're doing, okay? And also when you're doing a task where you need to be focused and let's say you want to be efficient at it, um, I shared the 25-5 rule earlier where, for example, if you're doing your homework or studying, keep your phone somewhere where you can't reach it. Time yourself for 25 minutes where you're actively engaged in that task. And then um, after the 25 minutes, you can have five minutes to kind of catch up on texts or, you know, messages, scroll through. Um, but really, I guess my big message to you guys is to be aware that you're, you need some downtime from it. You don't want to get trapped in it. Um, it's designed to um, cause you to be addicted to it, to scroll endlessly. So I feel that awareness is, um, is half the battle um, in the things that I shared. And just to try to follow some of those strategies, like putting it down at various times, especially before bed as well. Okay. 
Social media does not have to interfere with your mental health. It's all about as well what you're exposing yourself, who you're following, who you're unfollowing. It's kind of like when we decluttered our closets and different spaces in our home. You constantly have to declutter your um, social media experience. Even as an adult myself, I'm constantly, you know, finding new people to follow, but also unfollowing people. Even unfollowing people I know because I, I just, I just don't feel good in myself when I see like a lot of different posts without, you know, elaborating too much. Um, and I'm sure you can talk to your parents about this, that um, it's exactly the same in adult social media. Um, you know, there's people that are constantly posting their highlight reels. Um, and you just have to make sure that you know that you're not to be comparing yourself to those and not to feel bad about those and just unfollow them. So, you know, social media can, can definitely tear you down, but it can also lift you up where you leave feeling better off. And it can be a place where you can laugh, feel inspired, and get motivated. Thank you.